Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller. This is our last final segment. I can't believe it. Here I am with Joseph Hatzadik, <laughs> my guest host for today, who is absolutely fabulous. This guy is great. Joseph, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm holding my whoopee cushion, just waiting for the chance to use it. Go ahead. Use it. Let's hear your whoopee cushion. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> Too much coffee. <laughs> How about that, everybody? A Chabad guy who goes around carrying a whoopee cushion. What? A, what? Those are some. That's that, that's holy gas. <laughs> anyway, uh, so now, did you want to uh, share? You said before off the air. You mentioned something about. Yeah. I asked you if you had any uh, stories to share. Story. Not it's, this is not a news story at all. That's it's color. kind of news. It's local color. So okay. we have. Are you enjoying this program? You can listen to the rest of it on our website where all of our shows are archived. And you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel for Israel News Talk Radio. We're now going to a live show where you can call in and join us on the air. Our phone number is on the top of our homepage at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And now for this live program. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> shalom, shalom, everybody. How are you? Guess what day it is. It's Monday. You know what that means. It's Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller. And guess what? We have a major, major announcement for the last I don't know, six, seven, eight weeks. We've had guest hosts. They've all been fabulous. I love them all, but we have found our permanent host, and I would like to introduce you to our permanent host of Lighten Up. She is the Persian immersion. Please welcome <laughs> Roya Mosinian. Yay. I feel like I should clap. Yay. <laughs> Roya. Hi. <laughs> I'm like nervous all of a sudden. Don't be nervous. Now, if now if our listeners remember, you 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 were one of the guest hosts and you did a fabulous yep. job. And um you got the job, babe. Oh I, so, I feel like there was some preferential treatment because I'm your friend. No, no preferential <laughs> treatment. You you were fabulous. And I'll be honest with you, I wanted a woman host. Mm -hmm. I initially wanted a woman host. Mm -hmm. Uh and the women that I asked all bailed on me, which oh. that's usually the story of my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, so I'd like to welcome uh, Roya. First, before uh, we'll, we'll, we'll reintroduce you, you could tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Um, but first, let's uh, introduce to some of our listeners who are listening to the show today. Of course, the United States of China every week listens, <laughs> Israel, Brazil, Australia, and Costa Rica. I've always wanted to go there. Yeah, you should go there. I, I know. Go there it's on too. my list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully we'll get some more listeners. So uh, why don't you, uh, for those who didn't listen to you when you 
uh, guest hosted. Why don't you tell the world a little bit about yourself? All right. I'll make it brief because it's not really that exciting. But um, so first, first and foremost, I've known the lovely Stephen Miller since third grade, which makes what, like 40 some odd years. And unbelievably, we're still friends. So (laughs) (laughs) there's that. And uh, yeah, so we grew up together. Um, I'm Persian. My dad's Iranian, so I'm half Iranian. Stephen <laughs> loves that. <laughs> um, yeah, grew up in Abington, Pennsylvania, the great state of Pennsylvania. And um, I have one son, my son William. He'll be happy I mentioned his name. William just turned 17, and right. uh, he has a new girlfriend. So there's Ooh. lots of like changes happening in our house and uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh let's see i used to be a buyer for a department store that was awesome traveled the world did lots of fun things and now i teach goat yoga which is not greatest of all time yoga it's yoga with goats, <laughs> goats. <laughs> yeah i love yes. goat yoga it's great which i love it's great it's That's fun right. you it's put silly. a diaper on them yeah we put diapers onesies and in the wintertime sweaters sweater why are you putting a sweater isn't it indoors (laughs) well it's like in a barn but it gets chilly and the baby goats get cold oh is that what they tell you roy i'm freezing (laughs) 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 yeah they're really cute so that's what i do and it's lots of fun and then i also take care of my dad like full time that's like a massive job in fact i had to make my phone silent and warn my dad i'm on the radio you can't call me because he'll call like 10 times that's right. Now, your dad is from Iran, born yep. and raised in Iran, and he came to the United States, I guess, in the 70s, right? Or early uh, 60s, or late, yeah, like late 60s. Before oh, the revolution. 60, before the revolution. He got out. He got uh, out long before. What, what, what is your father's name? Javad. Javad. <laughs> he speaks, he speaks flu, uh, Farsi. Yes. And, um, uh, and we get Iran listens all the time. So, you know, maybe uh, I know he has relatives and family that still lives there. Is that correct? Yes, he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Hopefully but, you know, he, he can't go back. He um like he's a physician retired, but he loves to write. And the last time he went back to Iran, which is about 10, 12 years ago, he came back and he wrote some things against the government. Yeah. And so, you know, now he's kind of not allowed to go back. Like he, there, there, there's he a foie on your father. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or at least in his mind there is. Oh, Roya, I cannot go back to visit Uncle Mohammed because the government wants to kill me because I said they were very, very bad. You are very, very bad government. (laughs) What did he say? What that is incredible. Uh, What is like against the government, like more you know, for the people against like the um you know the 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 the, um mullahs and he's afraid to go back, which is fine because he's eighty eight now and he doesn't need to be going anywhere He can't even go to the shopping center down the street because no. he, he might fall. No, no, he can't. I got to do all the groceries. Yeah, no, no, yep, yep. This is what happens I, when you have aging parents. Roya, so. I had no idea. I find that absolutely fascinating that your father did that, and now he's yeah. banned from Iran. Your dad is a rebel. He's I a love rebel. this. And he's on a list. He's, he's, he's on, on a list. list. <laughs> now he, he's on. He's not on Schindler's list, I tell you that no. much. <laughs> there should be like a Schindler of Iran who helps people like uh, your dad, Javad. Hey, Javad, well, kudos to you, man. I love that. And now the mullahs are after him. Yep. That is incredible. I sure yeah. hope they don't find him through this show and now maybe try to take you hostage to get oh my his, gosh. his Iranian well, daughter. 
you know, very funny. I did really quickly. I did, you know, say to my dad recently, you know, I would love to go back to Iran. Like, how, you know, I, I've never been because the revolution broke out when I was pretty young and we were going to go, my brother and I and my family, and we never made it because of the revolution. And my dad's like, well, I don't know if you should go either. Like somehow him being on the list makes me um, vulnerable. But I think that's in his head. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Wow. Oh, Roy, that is incredible. Your father. Wow. What a hero. What a, yeah. he's a hero. He's an interesting guy. Yeah, Javad. Uh, All right. Javad, maybe we can get Javad to call in one one, you know, one day. Yep. And, and he could speak to Iran and say, listen, don't kill me. Oh, that actually <laughs> he sounds Jewish. I know your dad is like, Roya, whenever That's I see it. your dad, is like, Roya, Roya, come here. I need moisturizer. Please come yes. over. Yeah. He has this chronic itching. And so I have to go put lotion on him three times a day. That's my life. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Roya. Jeez. I know. That is just terrible. I know. This is what you do for your loved ones. Yeah, I know. He well, could, he could, maybe, the, maybe the mullahs can do that for him if he goes back to Iran. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to enlist them. Um, so now you mentioned, obviously, uh, you're from Pennsylvania. So I have a great story here uh, because uh, after, since we're still in January, mm -hmm. uh, Pennsylvania is having some new laws. For the state of Pennsylvania. Oh, good. We need that are taking <laughs> Right. That are taking effect. Would you like to hear some of them? I would love it. All right. They're really uh, some of them are ridiculous. OK, here's the first new law, which is going to which takes effect January 1st, which obviously was uh, nine days ago. <laughs> You're going to love this. Fentanyl test strips are going to be now available to everybody. <laughs> so the governor signed a bill. These test strips are typically small pieces of paper that that can detect the presence of fentanyl in drugs, including cocaine, methamphetamines, heroin and pills and powders and injectables. Because now now, kids, when you're snorting your cocaine or injecting <laughs> heroin, you want to check and make sure it doesn't have fentanyl because that fentanyl kills. That makes so much sense. I love that. So instead of doing something about the actual drugs or helping people get off the drugs, we're going to give free test strips. That's right. That's right. And you can test your uh, your cocaine and your uh, heroin before you inject it. Because Especially cocaine heroin, and heroin. That's important. Yeah. Her heroin is fine. But God forbid there's fentanyl in your heroin. That'll ruin You're your day. You're dead. Yep. So wow. that, that's Thank you, Governor. <laughs> Right. Here's another law you're going to love. License plate frames. Now it's okay if part of your license plate frames covers your numbers. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's a law. We need a law for that. Yeah. It says wow. uh, uh, Act 112 will prevent police in Pennsylvania from pulling over a driver for having license plate frames that partially obscure, obstruct the plate. Because that, that's what we all need here. Yes. How many times that, have you been pulled over because of your license plate? I get pulled over for speeding. <laughs> That's my and, That's and right. occasionally rolling through a stop sign, but never <laughs> for a license plate obstruction. Here's another law. Ready? Now, this one surprises me. Switch play switchblade decriminalization. In November, Wolf signed a law that legalizes the possession of a switchblade. Hmm. I didn't and know I, that was illegal. I didn't know that either. And wow. I thought he would make it illegal. But yeah. it says the automatic knives have been classified as an offensive weapon in Pennsylvania. It's very offensive. Your switchblade offends me. <laughs> Everything offends everyone. So. I know. 
So yeah. the law legalizing the knives goes into effect in January. So now you can carry a switchblade, Roya. Okay, that's good to know. You can be the crazy Persian with a knife. Right. Well, I'm glad that he did that because there's a lot of crime in Philadelphia, so we need switchblades. Yeah. So, so thank now, you, Governor. Yeah. yeah, you're welcome. Oh, here's the best one. Ready? Here's another law. Driverless vehicles. Yay! Wow. Oh, that's a thing? Oh, yeah. It says Governor Wolf signed a bill in November. These all obviously were signed before he left office. He's not the mm -hmm. governor now. Um, but that allows for uh, the regulation and operation of a highly automated vehicles with or without a driver. <laughs> I need I that. This is exactly <laughs> what I need. A, a driverless car driving around the streets. I mean, are you kidding me? That's so crazy. Is that a, a Tesla or so? You have to buy a really expensive car, I bet. It's driverless. Know. It says this technology brings the potential for significant advancements in vehicle safety and mobility and mm -hmm. offers economic development. I don't think there's anything safe about a driverless car. <laughs> it sounds a little scary to me. But one day I think that'll just be the norm. You know, right. we'll look back and say, oh, we actually drove cars back in the 2000s. When I was young. Thing. When I was young. I had to open the door. Phones. When I was young, I had to drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> we, we used to have to get up to turn the channel on our TV. And we yeah. had four channels. I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Anyway, uh, real quickly before we go on our break, because I'm getting the 30 seconds thing. Oh, it's 15 seconds. I can't do the last law that was changed. That's all right. Uh, we'll be back after uh, these messages. So don't go away. Excellent. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller. Hey, if you're just joining us, let's please welcome our brand new permanent host. She got the job, the Persian immersion, Roya Mosinian. Roya, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. Thank you. Um, Excited. Real quickly, I want to ask you, what do you think of that name, the Persian Immersion? You can change it, but I, I, what, I couldn't find anything. I, like I spent, I was struggling all weekend to find a word that rhymes with Persian, and I only came up with immersion or excursion. That was it. So I, yeah, I, I like I, the immersion. I feel like a, um, like one of those WWE whatever those wrestlers, those female wrestlers. Oh, you know, like you run that's out. Right. The Persian Immersion. That's, that's what I feel right. like. <laughs> hey, Gene, let's interview the Persian Immersion. Oh, that's got to hurt right against the buckle. The Persian that's Immersion. That's what I, I, feel I love like. that. Yeah. All right, that's your name. That's Sold. <laughs> yep. Sold. Sold. Oh, oh our producer wrote one in. The Persian Diversion. <laughs> that's good, too. That could be you. Persian Princess. I like that. No. It doesn't rhyme, though. No, no. That's yeah. too That's not just, you yeah. know. The Persian diversion. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, so welcome to the show. Uh, you got the Thank job. You, I'm, so I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I know. And, I love this. And I feel comfortable in front of you. Yeah. And, and uh, you know me very well. I do. Um, so anyway. Uh, wow. So your first story on your own. Roya, she, she did her job. She let me know over the weekend. I 
I have a story I want to share. <laughs> I so, love uh, strange and funny stories. So this is great. I love so, it. So so uh, go ahead. What, what what do you got for us? Your first story on Lighten Up. My first story. Okay. So um, kind of piggybacking on uh, your story of the you know new laws in Pennsylvania once the new year comes. Um, just silly things that we do when a new year begins, right? So apparently we need a list of banished words. They are misused, overused, or useless words in our vocabulary that the faculty at Lake Superior State University College says we need to banish. These, these words deserve to be banished. Is, now, first is of this all, is this just from their school? They think that it's just them or this is yes. just like a, a article they put out like this. You can no longer say these words at our college. Is that well, what no, this, this is? is what they, they think that the, the world should banish these words? Oh, the world. Yeah. Oh, oh just, the world. OK, completely banished, especially from like our vocabulary. Um, but I, I found it funny too. Lake Superior State University in Michigan. I didn't even know there was a university by that name, but apparently they think that um, they are important enough to banish some words. So they put out a list yeah. Ooh, this of be words. What yeah. words. What words are we not allowed to say anymore? So let's see. So here is the full list of the university's banished words for this year. <laughs> okay. Gaslighting. That's Gaslighting? Gaslighting. Okay. So I guess they feel that's overused because anytime somebody says something you don't like, I, I, I kind of agree with that. People say, oh, you're gaslighting me, yeah. right? The left so. says gaslighting. They do a lot, yeah. So, so, all right, I agree with that. I guess that's overused. The word okay. amazing. I guess the word amazing <laughs> is very offensive. Wait, I've been saying amazing since birth. Are you kidding me? I can't say the word amazing anymore? You that's... are no longer amazing, Stephen. Oh we have my... to find a new word. What is wrong with the word amazing? <laughs> this is insane. Apparently, it's either overused or, um, uh, yeah, it's not a good word anymore. Overused, useless, or misused. It's useless. It's a useless. useless. So do they do they have a word that they would like? Yeah, they don't. That's the great part. They don't offer any other um, suggestions. So you just have oh. to take these out of your vocabulary. Okay, so I can't say gaslighting. Amazing. What else? Here's a good one because I use this one sometimes. It is what it is. <laughs> you can't say that anymore. You shouldn't say that anymore. It is what it is. Okay. Wow. This is insane. Go ahead. What else? Irregardless. <laughs> is that yeah. even a word to begin with, or do people I, just make that up? That's a good question. Yeah. I've heard that that is actually not really a word. I've heard that too. Maybe our, our viewers know something Maybe about that. Maybe our producer that. can Google it. Irregardless. Uh, irregardless. Okay, so that's offensive that's and offensive. stupid and useless. Stupid and useless. Uh, the, word, the words moving forward. <laughs> I guess you're not allowed to move forward anymore. You have to stay in the past. You have to oh, dwell. my. <laughs> dwell. Just well. dwell. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, that's insane. I, Unbelievable. This, yeah. In, how in, do you banish words? How do they how do they do this? Well, I guess this is this is their suggestion that people should stop using these words. And I don't know. Maybe we take them out of the dictionary. Some of them are two words that are together. Um, do they even have dictionaries anymore? I, I don't even own a dictionary. <laughs> Remember when we used to have to go to the library when we were <laughs> in school and go to the card catalog? The Dewey Decimal up. System. Yes, yes. Yes. It's incredible. The things well, we just have to go through. That is really, so we can't say amazing, moving yeah. forward. 
Irregardless, all oh. stupid, useless words. The only stupid thing I will agree with that is gaslighting. I do agree with that. I agree with that, too. And here's one. Does that make sense? That <laughs> we can't say well, that. what else are you supposed to say? If you don't understand something, you're supposed to say, uh, well, that doesn't make sense. Or does that make sense? How is that a stupid, useless phrase? It's not even a word. It's a phrase. You know it's what? They're dumb. They're very dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, GOAT, the the... What is that acronym? Go the G O A T, greatest of oh. all time. Oh, they don't like go. You know what? I think that's a. I think that's a, a dig at your goat yoga. I know. I thought the same thing. <laughs> They're against me. All right. So that's the great list of banished, overused, useless words. Oh, I could think well, of a lot more, but well, hopefully that's... they don't want to banish lighten up. <laughs> the <laughs> <Right>. word lighten up, because <laughs> yep. they need to lighten up. <laughs> they do. They, they say in this article that um, the faculty alike found these terms and words objectionable. Oh, God. So, Whatever. Yeah. Moving well, here, on. this this is something that they probably will – These the people probably won't like this word. So did you hear about uh, what happened with Google? Uh, so Google wow. Google apologizes for a fixed anti-Semitic definition of a Jew. <laughs> did you oh. – no. So this was this was a big deal. This happened uh, last week. Um, it says swift action comes after Jewish advocacy groups flag the offensive definition to Google and demand an explanation. So this is what happened. Um, a- as of uh, everything before December 28th, if you put in the word Jew, uh-huh. uh, this is what came up. Into it Google. Said, into Google. Google they okay. changed it because I, I tried it. They, it, it, it but it says uh, the, the search engines first listed the definition of Jew was to bargain with someone in a miserly or petty way. <laughs> wow. That was that That's was what it said. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw screenshots of it from people who were posting it. And right away, immediately, you know, that is offensive. Were, it says here further down in the search results also had, uh, you know, they had, uh, you know, how sometimes when you put in a word in Google, it gives you different variations. Yes. So mm-hmm, it says yes. uh, some of the conjugations of the word as Jude and Jewing. <laughs> oh, wow. That's t- oh Yeah, I don't yeah. like that at all. So they took yeah. that down. Oh, yeah. That, it says here. Uh, so the uh, <laughs> yeah, we can't say the word uh, goat. Greatest of all time, but they can put that. Wow. Right, right. So this is what Google did. Now, here's the crazy. So they took it down right away. And um, it says, this is unacceptable. Google tweeted the group Stop Anti-Semitism. Uh, deeply troubling that Google's artificial intelligence fails to recognize obvious anti-Semitic hate speech in featured search results for the term Jew. First of all, how many people, whatever, uh, it's only yes. anti-Semitic people who are putting in Jew, uh, but it goes, uh, so it says, after fixing the error, Google's search liaison, Danny Sullivan, oh, a nice Irish boy. Because <laughs> he understands yes, what that's like right. to be Jewish. Yes. Danny Sullivan took to Twitter to apologize on behalf of the search engine company. Company. Our apologies. Google licenses definitions from third-party dictionary experts. Sullivan posted, we only display offensive definitions by default if they are the main meaning of a term. As this is not the case here, we have blocked this and passed along feedback to the partner for further review. <laughs> Thank goodness. So basically, Google, they use a third-party 
for right. I don't even understand what that. So uh, who's their partner? Adolf Hitler? Yeah, exa- that's exactly what I was thinking. Where did they find this guy or this group? Boy, uh, we can't uh, even post, you know, something mildly. Uh, uh, I, I think I used the word kidnap one time on social media you and, got banned you know as a joke you know like i'm gonna kidnap my girlfriend and take her with me on a trip you know get away from the kids and whatever and yeah i got banned yeah for oh, 30 you sh- days ba- or something yeah i've been banned about 14 times um but yeah th- this is this is because it was done on purpose because you know what google is all over the world billions and everyone uses google all you have to do is even if you put that up for a 24 to 48 hour period it, oops our bad our sorry it just creates more hate more violence against you it's just the way of the world i mean give me they a know break. what they're doing exactly That's not a, yeah google know knows what they're, what doing. they're doing but that was the definition and there's a screenshot of it um, and here it is. I mean, I, I saw it. It was unbelievable. Well, luckily, uh, people, you know, realized it, uh, complained, brought it to their attention. Yeah, they brought it to Daniel like, Sullivan. Know. I'm a nice Irish boy. I love the Jews. Now, let me finish my lucky charms. <laughs> I'm going to go sit on my four-leaf clover now. for my <laughs> pot of gold. <laughs> oh, yes, I bought this pot of gold from a Jew. <laughs> How did I know that? Because I looked it up in Google. In Google. Google. Google told me the Jews have a lot of gold. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Jews. I didn't mean to offend you. We use a third-party person to give us our definitions at Google. You may have heard of it. It's called the Hitler Corporation. <laughs> the brown shirts. <laughs> ah, the, yes, the, they have individual franchises called brown shirts. <laughs> Oh, my God. All this hate. Now we got to take a break. We'll come back after these messages. Don't Google the word Jew. (laughs) (laughs) Don't Google anything. Be right back. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller with the Persian Immersion, our new host of Lighten Up, Roya Mosinian. Roya, how's Yay. it going? Great. <laughs> Great. Great. Amazing. That's right. Get a little more excited. Amazing. But I'm not allowed to use that word in 2020. Apparently, it's useless. <laughs> That's right. They're <laughs> going to be after you. Yep. Uh, okay. So we're going to get right into it because there's so many great stories I'd like to get into. We may not get uh, finish it all. Uh, but here's one that I found. I saw this this week. This is great. Uh, this is uh, a Palestinian villager is claiming that Israel has been training its cattle to spy <laughs> on, on Arabs. <laughs> So now the Palestinian terrorist organization is accusing Israel of uh, having cows, uh, sp- using cows to spy on Arabs. This is a real me. story. They should use goats because they're smarter. Goats are smarter <laughs> than cows? I think so. Goats are pretty <laughs> smart. I know this from my goat. Yoga. How smart could they be? They let you put them on a. They let you put yeah. a diaper on them and jackets, <laughs> and, and then they poop on human beings while you're yeah, doing yoga. Yeah, so they're not that smart. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, I don't even think a dog could be capable of spying. What That's, animal? What's the smartest animal? A monkey? I don't know. What's the smartest animal? I don't know. Out there. Um, Cows but this, don't 
Yeah. This says an Arab villager encountered Israeli cattle and fabricated a story about how Israel has been secretly training the cattle to spy on Arabs, according <laughs> to Arab Media Watch, citing Genius. the uh, citing the official Arab Authority Daily News outlet. Here's the name of their paper: Al Hayat Al Jadida. <laughs> <laughs> they must be like the New York Times of the Arab world. Yes. Maybe there's yeah. somebody inside the cow. <laughs> like they got like the cow, a, wear the skin, and it's spy. like it's like a big costume. And, 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 a big and these, costume. And these yeah. Arabs think it's a real cow. Oh, look at that cow! <laughs> it keeps following me everywhere. Uh, you should ask your father uh, if he's ever read Al Hayat Al Jadida paper. <laughs> I'll I'll ask him now. I, think- I I hear their comic section is unbelievable. It's uh they do comic strips of Arabs uh, stabbing Jews. <laughs> My dad still gets the Philadelphia Inquirer every day and reads it. Like an actual paper, a physical paper comes to his door. Uh, it, says, <laughs> yeah. it says here, these are recruited and trained cattle, Arab villager <laughs> R- Rushdie Marar reportedly told the Daily. Uh, on the neck of each cow, well here, I'll do it in their voice. On the neck of each cow, they hang medallions with an eve- eavesdropping and recording device on it, and sometimes uh, okay. cameras in order to monitor every detail in Kerbet Yanun, large and small. I don't even know what that is. So basically, they're wearing a cowbell, and they think it's cameras. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. He goes, uh, he also reportedly claimed that the settlers released herds. Now, uh, just so you know, Roya, the Arabs call the Jews that live in Israel settlers <laughs> they don't oh, that's they don't, how they refer to the no we because we're not supposed to be living there so we're, we we're, we're settlers actually, right they don't right. acknowledge that they live there right so they said the settlers release herds of wild boars as a way to destroy any and all arab crops <laughs> so now the jews can you imagine jews <laughs> oi hey yankel release the boars <laughs> oi <laughs> um so that, yeah they sound so, a little paranoid yeah, okay. you, you think so? Now yeah. the Arabs think that the uh, the cows that they have, their the cowbells, are actually cameras, <laughs> and Jews are Jews are watching the Arabs. <laughs> They're watching them do what farm? Because how close are the cows getting? Are they coming like into the town? Are they well, actually walking through the, the Arab? The Arab uh, guy actually said, I started to uh, suspect the Jews for spying because I was in my bedroom. And when I looked towards the window, there was a cow <laughs> with his hooves on my windowsill just staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I think the Arabs are onto something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a cow staring at him. Okay. <clears throat> I buy that story. Yeah, that's true. It's all true. I mean, look, uh, if if he's founded on the Internet, you know, it's true. That's what Abe exactly. Lincoln always used to say. <laughs> yes, it's all true. Um, all right. Here's a little entertainment news for you, Roya. OK, I love entertainment news. I know you do. Um, are you a big James Bond fan? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? I like James Bond. I like, you know, I like movies. I don't really go to the movies that much anymore, but James right. Bond's cool. Okay, well, here, you're going to love this. Um, Is the world ready for its first Jewish James Bond? Oh, sure. Are you ready? He's good looking. Oh, he's good looking, baby. That's my only qualification. He's good looking, baby. Um, (laughs) Who is it? (laughs) Um, I'm salivating Um, now. All right. Maybe our producer, if there's any more countries that are listening, please put them up. I want to see if uh, Persia is listening. (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, um, uh, all right. So, yes. Is the world ready for the first Jewish James Bond? British actor Aaron Taylor Johnson is being tipped as the new 007. Okay. So it says here, Aaron Taylor Johnson is being tipped as the new 007 casting that would make him the first Jew to play the action hero. That's how they have it. <laughs> That's how they wrote it, Jew. That, right. Uh, you know what? Something about the word Jew. When someone says, hey, there's going to be a Jew over here or a Jew's coming, it's kind of offensive. You know it what? Why, why don't those people at the uh, Superior Lake College uh, tell people to stop using the word Jew? It is. It's, it's a, it is offensive. How about like a nice young... Uh, Jewish man. Right, playing. exactly. So it says the British actor has emerged as a front runner uh, to replace Daniel Craig. They got rid of him. And here, you know, the, the apparently there's a woman who produces all the uh, Bond films. You know what her name is? No. Barbara Broccoli. Broccoli? <laughs> broccoli. Chopping like, broccoli. <laughs> I think I would change that. That should be banned. That should be <laughs> I think I would change that. On a side Barbara note, is that Broccoli. not the worst name to have? And if you're a Horrible. Hollywood producer, your name is behind. My name's Barbara Broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> I produce all the James Bond films. It doesn't even make sense. Right. Um, anyway, uh, so the story goes on. Um, here we go. She uh, here. Now, the guy's name is um, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, but that's not his original name. You want to know what his birth name is? The, yes. This is now because now, you know, a lot of Jewish actors, they changed their name because their their original names sound really Jewish. Mm -hmm. So his name now is Aaron Taylor Johnson. Very, very uh, banal. Very. Right. OK. Guess what his birth name is? His birth name is Aaron Perry Johnson. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> he changed his middle name. <laughs> It didn't sound Jewish to begin with, if that's what he was trying to uh, I, I know. It's, from. I know. It that's says, a nice name. It says, born Aaron Perry Johnson. Uh, his mother, Sarah, is Jewish with Russian ancestry. He uh, first found fame playing a teenage John Lennon. They go into his history. He was uh, he was in one of the Avenger movies. Mm. Um, anyway, the, the, the so basically it's like, uh, you know. <laughs> It's like <laughs> when he was going on auditions uh, and they would announce him, yes, please, uh, Aaron uh, Perry uh, Johnson, uh, he couldn't get anywhere. But, boy, once he changed to Taylor, boom, yes. Hollywood was boom. calling, baby. There he is. He's on the scene now. He's on well, the scene. I, I don't know of him, so I had to Google him, and his picture came up. He's quite handsome. Of course he's good looking. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll – I'll go watch that movie. He's a fine-looking Jew. Anyway, he is. Uh, it says here. Now, here's a little history. Now, even though uh, James Bond was not written uh, by a Jew, uh, the writer of was Ian Fleming. Uh, it says here, which I found funny, uh, it seems uh, even its writer, Ian Fleming, was not Jewish. It seems always a fan of the Jews. Um, Goldfinger, mm -hmm. one of the franchise's most iconic villains, yes. was named after the Hungarian architect and Fleming's Hampstead neighbor, Hampstead neighbor. He basically wrote the 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 villain Goldfinger after his next door neighbor, who was a Jew, Erno Goldfinger. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, you're kidding! No, That's so clever. So yes. <laughs> so, he didn't like his neighbor. I don't know what, but you know villain. what. So, yeah, so they're associating that the first Jew attached to the movie uh, uh, was, <laughs> was the villain Goldfinger. Of course, make the villain a Jew. Of course. <laughs>
So it says, it says, after Goldfinger, the seventh novel in the Bond series came out, the designer threatened to sue him. So I guess his neighbor got pissed off. His neighbor was upset. How dare you portray me as a villain? I, I thought we were friends, Ian. Yeah, well, that could be uncomfortable. You, you have to get along with your neighbors. You know? That's right. You're, luckily, your mom was my neighbor for a couple years. That's right. doors up. So that worked right. out well. You have to get along with your Here's here, here's some other Jewish history attached to James Bond. Meanwhile, the Jewish producer, Harry Saltzman, optioned the rights to make the first Bond film, Dr. No, with Jewish screenwriter Wolf Mankiewicz. Uh, it says the Jewish playwright. Now that's a Jewish name. Right. Uh, it says another Jew, Sir Kenneth Adams, born in Berlin in 1921, did the set designs for the Bond films in the 60s and 70s. <laughs> So there's a lot of Jewish. Uh, uh, help so basically, yeah. So there's series. Jews involved in the film, but never uh, James Bond. But now we're going to have a, a a Jewish James Bond, everyone. So get ready. He'll, I approve. You, you approve. I'm looking he'll, at him. I approve. He's got his secret bagels to uh, to attack you with. <laughs> he looks like a fine young man. That's right. Here, slip him the poisonous locks and bagels, and we'll get the bad guy. Some white fish. A schmear. Give him a schmear of white fish. Excuse me, James. Uh, can you just give me a little uh, schmeckle of the schmear of the uh, whitefish? No problem. Anyway, so that's exciting. That is exciting. Hi, oh. Very exciting. Congrats. Congrats. All right. Oh, guess who's listening now? We have some new listeners. Ecuador and Indonesia. Indonesia. Yeah, that's far. Say hello to our brand new host. Roya Mosinian, the Persian Immersion. Say hello, Ecuador. See? Hey. I'll just clap for myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what other funny stories do you have, Steve? Listen to this. Have you ever had trouble starting a conversation? Uh, me, no, because you know me, I talk a lot. So That's true. I'm, I'm pretty right. mouthy. <laughs> yeah, you're a mouthy Persian. <laughs> I am. So, but I'm sure, um, I'm sure people do have, uh, you know, come some some social anxiety and just trouble, you know, starting conversations. So that, that's this, right. This sounds like a good. Well, story. I found an article: five ways to start a conversation, literally with anyone. So you want to hear the five ways? I hope it's not. Where do you work? What do you do for a living? No, here it is. Okay. Number one: believe that you can get someone to converse with you. <laughs> Oh, just believe it? That's right. Just believe it. Find someone you want to talk with. Initiate dialogue in a language you both understand. They had to tell us that. <laughs> no, you're going to speak gibberish and I'm going to speak English. Like that. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Okay. Thanks for letting us know that it should be in the same language. And then it says when you're done speaking to your chosen person, patiently wait for them to say their part and the conversation has started. <laughs> <laughs> what if the person doesn't say anything and just stares at you? I don't know. Then what do you do? It doesn't tell me what to do after that. <laughs> I need to know. I can't. I, I, I have to have them tell me. These are obvious. Uh, this is what the article is telling us. So it's basically show, telling us how to have a conversation with people. They're basically uh, stating the obvious. Here's number two, Roya. Stop okay. living in fear of rejection. Oh, well, that's easy to do. Yes. It Thanks. Says, it says, who am I to talk to her? We say when we should be saying, who am I not to talk to her? <laughs> <laughs> so they just want us to have a positive. That's right. Outlook uh oh, and... they use the word they're not allowed to use <gasps> anymore. You ready for this, Roya? It says here you are good enough, but you have to believe it. We have amazing things to offer. 
six. So, all right. So the University, Lake Superior State University of Michigan actually has a point. See, here's a case of overusing the word amazing. Well, you know what? They used it twice in literally like two sentences. It says here, we have amazing things to offer because we're amazing people. <laughs> so the, the university was was correct. This is uh, That's right. not uh, you worthy. Know what? I'm, new, I'm, starting, I'm, I'm starting to agree with the libtards. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Banish it. Banish it. Gone. Done. Gone. Throw it um, out. Okay, here's number three. Lead the conversation with honesty. <laughs> <laughs> no, make up a couple lies and just You know, I really like it when, when people lie to me. Me too. It Especially when I first meet them. It says there's no right or wrong way to go about this when the intent is genuine. Don't think of the perfect thing to say because making effort alone was perfect. You tried. <laughs> you tried. That's right. Here's number four. Ready? Get out of your own head. <laughs> <laughs> I love these things. This is great. Uh, yeah, it says, it says we view people through a selfish lens thinking, what can they do for me? While really we should think of how we can best be of service to other people. Well, meanwhile, if you do have, like, social anxiety, none of these tips are going to help you at all. <laughs> at no. All. No. <laughs> it's actually going to give you more anxiety. And you want to know the final reason or the final way to have a conversation? I would love to. Enlighten. It says, realize that every person wants the same thing as you do. Hi-oh. <laughs> really? And ha did they do research? To know that that's true? It says here, every person wants the same things, Roya. Everybody wants safety, love, laughter, and give them that. Give yourself that. You can provide these things because you are those things. <laughs> Yay. Wow. Now I want to throw up. Self-help. <laughs> so we yeah. should practice that. Next time we go out, let's, um, let's go into like a room of people we don't know. You and I can do this together, and we will... We'll, we'll put this into practice and see how it goes. We'll do an experiment. My advice is to everything that article says, do the opposite. <laughs> I only, agree. Only serve yourself. Lie completely. <laughs> and, do the exact uh, opposite. You know, just be like, hi, uh, my name is Steve. I'm 51 years old and I live with my mother. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, like uh, like the Seinfeld when George does the exact opposite of everything he would normally do, and That's then he's right. like successful. And he was successful. Yeah, like That's that. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> oh god, so so many stories that I can't even get into because we're running out of time, Roya. Oh, how about a quickie? Where's but, a quickie? oh, here's a quickie. So this comes from the Daily Mirror. It's really just a screenshot. It's a meme. And it's a picture of two people with a baby. And it says, transgender man gives birth to non-binary partner's baby with female sperm donor. I don't, <laughs> what? I don't even know. I don't even understand what, what that, that means. means. Yeah, and it's a picture that. of like a woman. Of, it's two women, but one is trying to look like a man. And, the, and, I, and the, maybe it's a man who looks like a woman. I don't even know what they are, but they're holding a baby. But in the background is a oh. Christmas tree. <laughs> because you know they're god-loving people yes of course and they're good christians and I but how do they know that the baby is non-binary i'm confused I, on that i point. i don't know i don't even understand what i need someone to translate the the tweet <laughs> yeah I don't, I'm, I'm not even sure what any of that means yeah <laughs> i just thought it was hysterical <laughs> and they're smiling with the baby next to a christmas tree <laughs> it's just too confusing how about we had a baby 
How about that? Yeah. What, no, 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 it can't be that. It's got to be. Uh... <laughs> anyway, that's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. Um, all right. So now. Now, I know you we both actually we found uh, the same story. Maybe we can. This is a good story to 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 end on. Would you like to do it or would you want me to do it? Is this the the burglar? That's right. This is. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. In, go. Right. Go. So... You, you 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 take it away, Roya. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yes, yeah, Steve and I found this lovely story about um, some burglars in Florida who were robbing someone's home. Very nice of them. And they happened to call 911 because they needed help moving all the items they were stealing. So they called 911 for the police to come and help them. Basically like a moving company. Instead of calling a moving van, they called the police. (laughs) This could be – it's called Florida Burgers (laughs) Call 911. This is definitely a Florida man and woman story because all this crazy stuff only happens in Florida. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, you know – it says it. they were burglarizing a home, and the Polk County Sheriff's Office said 911 dispatchers received a call from an area residence. Uh, when the call answered, um, nobody answered at first. <laughs> the person they kept <laughs> on says deputies then entered the residence where they found the man whom police identified as Martin. Now, that's in quotes, Martin. <laughs> and his girlfriend, Liz. <laughs> that's also in quotes. Like we, God forbid, we don't want to embarrass them, so we, we right. make fake names: Martin and Liz. <laughs> Sounds um, like a good. I, it's more embarrassing how like unintelligent they are rather than them actually stealing. Yeah. yeah. It said once in custody, Liz made a shocking admission. She told police she was unresponsive. Uh, uh, she was the unresponsive nine one one caller. So she called nine one one, and they said, "Hello, nine one one, to emergency," and she let she was silent. <laughs> and, and then she so uh, because they wanted police assistance in moving items from the house yeah. and a ride to the airport. <laughs> oh, I didn't see the ride to the airport. That's even yeah. better. Yeah. Oh, boy. How dumb do you have to be? Well, that's uh, Florida man and woman. <laughs> <laughs> and it literally is man and woman. I didn't realize there was a woman involved as well. Liz and Martin. <laughs> wow. I think it's it the says... most unintelligent person that, you know, would they do that? I I, I I don't so. know. It says Liz said she called 911 for the purpose of having law enforcement assist her and Martin with moving their belongings from the house, uh, the one they were robbing, <laughs> and they were trying to get a ride to the airport <laughs> because because they wanted to go to New York for the weekend. Oh, how nice! How lovely! <laughs> they wanted a New York bagel and a oh schmear of cream God. cheese. Oh, that boy. Well, instead, they got a ride right to the uh, local prison. Well, that's right. That's what the cops said. They said, uh, we didn't take him to New York, but we did take him to jail. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, Liz and Martin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish oh. them well. Hopefully, there'll be a follow-up on that story. Oh, unbelievable. What is that. wrong with people? Anyway, Roya, we have about a minute left. Tell us, a, tell us, how do you feel? Thank you so much for taking the job. Are you excited? Are you happy? Tell me, hurry up. I, I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm amazing. I'm all of those things. That's I love right. it. You know, any excuse to spend more time with you, Stephen, is uh, is good with me. So that's right, because I need yeah. it desperately. Because uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so I want to thank you, Roya. Um, you were, of course, wonderful as usual. Were you nervous at all? 
I, I was a little nervous this time only because like last time I was laying in bed and it was I, I didn't really care. This time <laughs> I felt like I needed to be more on. But now now I've I've got my wits about me. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be really spectacular. All right. Well thank you very much everybody. <laughs> Shavua Tobe and thank you, Roya, the Persian thank immersion. You. Thank you. Happy New Year, everyone. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.